As is known, the Altarebbe then sent uh, messengers with pidgin nefesh, with a uh, request for a blessing, to the resting place of the Baal Shem Tev in Mezibuz, and to the resting place of the Magid of Mezich, who is buried in Anapoli. Welcome to the Ideas That Change the World podcast with Rabbi Manus Friedman, where we make sure your life will be changed for the better, one idea at a time. Rabbi Friedman is the number one voice of clarity on moral and social issues. So what are we waiting for? Let's go change the world. As is known, the Altarebbe then sent uh, messengers with pidgin nefesh, with a uh, request for a blessing, to the resting place of the Baal Shem Tev in Mezibuz, and to the resting place of the Magid of Mezich, who is buried in Anapoli. He also made it known to all of his friends, the other disciples, and students of the Magid, that they should all pray for him. And he sent a pigeon, a special pigeon, to the oldest of the disciples, to Reb Nachim of Chernobyl. At the end of Slichas, before Rosh Hashanah, of that year, the Alter Rebbe called a few of his older students and describe to them the seriousness of the, of the condition and the complaints that were being brought against him, and that he has reason to believe that in the coming year, 1793, the accusations and the slander will be moved from slandering the teachings of Hasidus to a personal attack on himself. The Altarebbe then asked that they should all do whatever they can to help his son, who was the Mittler Rebbe, in uh, leading and conducting the affairs of Hasidus. The Altarebbe was certain that he would not survive that year. Now, the Altarebbe's daughter, the Rebbe Tzendvaraleya, the mother of the Tzamach Tzedek, heard what her father had said to this select group of students, and in her mind, she decided that she was going to replace her father. She would die in his stead. Erev Rosh Hashanah, when the Tzamach Tzedek became three years old, the Alter Rebbe arranged for his first haircutting. Leaving of the payas, and he gave him a special blessing. That day, after Mincha, the Rebetz and came into the small base medrash where, where, this, where the Talmidim, where the disciples were studying. And she found there a few of the very special and older Hasidim saying Tehillim, reading the Psalms. The Rebetz and went over to the ark and she opened the curtain and she proclaimed 
the entire community. You are all my witnesses before the holy scrolls of the Torah. I take upon myself, being sound of mind, with a, with a solemn oath that I, Dvoralea, the daughter of Shterna, replace my father, Epshneir Zalman, son of Rivka, that he should remain alive. In the years 1791 and 92, with the flowering of Hasidus, jealousy raised its ugly head. As it happened in the times of the temple, the first temple and the second temple, the Beis HaMikdash. And this created a problem, not only among people on earth, but also in heaven, where the angels were arguing against the teachings and the spreading of the inner parts of Torah, the teachings of Hasidus. That is why the Alter Rebbe, sensing what was happening in heaven, felt that his time was near and that he would not survive the year. One day, the, the Alter Rebbe told his daughter, Dvoralea, the mother of the Tzemach Tzedek, the reason why he named her Dvoralea. He explained to her all that was going on in the spreading of the teachings, the revelation of the teachings of Hasidus and the success that it had had and the jealousy that it had caused and the distress that he was experiencing knowing what was going on in heaven. He then told her that he felt that it was possible to continue revealing the teachings of Hasidus even from heaven after he passed away, but this is not the right way that Torah is studied. And he felt terrible. He was crushed by what was happening to the teachings of the Baal Shem Tev. His daughter Dvoralea said nothing at the time. But after a while she came back to the Alter Rebbe and she said, this is not something we should agree to. We shouldn't just allow this to happen. Understanding how serious the condition was, in fact, the Alter Rebbe had told her that the Baal Shem Tov and the Magid had promised that they would both help him any time that he needed help, and he had seen them recently in a vision, but their faces were overcast, and they looked very sad, and that meant that uh, the future was not looking good. Hearing all of this, the Rebetz and Dvoralea was lost in thought for a number of days until she finally came to the firm conclusion that she must replace her father and that she must reveal this or share this with a few of the older Hasidim. She then called into her room three older Hasidim, Reb Meisha Meisels, Reb Pinchas Rezis, and Reb Meisha Velenke. All of them 
very wise, very strong uh, characters, great scholars and holy men. She demanded of them that they promise to hear everything that she says, to go along with everything that she says, and to swear that they will keep it a total secret. These giants of the spirit, who were known for their great minds and calm uh, character, were, uh, were frightened by what they heard, and they asked for a day of consultation before they make such a promise and before they agree to what she was asking of them. Three times they met that day. Three times they discussed what they should do until they came to the conclusion that what they are seeing in their teacher, in their master, in the Al-Tadebbe, how he is spending a lot of time in his room, the seriousness of the Fabrengen, um, and that it seemed obvious that Dvoraleya knew more than anyone else about what was going on, they finally came to the conclusion that they should unquestioningly agree to whatever it is that she has to say. When they returned the next day, the Rebbetz and Dvoraleya said as follows, We are all Hasidim of my father, our Rebbe, and we are all obligated to give our lives, literally, for the Alta Rebbe and for the teachings of the Baal Shem Tev. Here she began to cry. The Chassid, Reb Meisha Meisels, jumped to his feet, and he said, What are the tears? What's going on? Tell us what's happening. I will be the first to go into fire and water for our teacher, for the teachings of the Baal Shem Tev. Just tell me what to do. I will do it gladly. First of all, the Rebbe Tzadvaya said, the first thing I demand is that you swear to me with a solemn oath that you will fulfill all that I ask and that you will do it as my intentions, as I understand it. Since you don't know what it is I'm going to ask, you have to trust me and do it my way. And you must swear to do it, no matter how serious it is, even if it is a matter of life and death. At these words, the other chosid, Meisha Vilenke, known to be calm and courageous under all sorts of circumstances, lost his uh, equ uh, equanimity and cried out, This is too serious. We need time to think. But he was overruled by the other Hasidim, who said, we already agreed that we were going to do whatever she says, let's do it. 